Welcome back to another audio podcast from the Line Movers Network. As always, thank you for joining us today. You can check out all of our content on thelinemovers.net. Be sure to follow along on Twitter at the underscore LM Network for all your up-to-the-minute gambling needs. We appreciate your continued support. Hey, we're back with Line Movers this week out west, out to Sonoma for the cup cars and the trucks. Xfinity's got the week off. They're not going anywhere. Um, cup cars, they go out to Sonoma every year. They skipped 2020, and we've got some data points missing in between. A lot of guys going out there will not have experience in this truck race. Trucks have not run Sonoma since, checks notes, 1998. So literally on that truck series group, at most 10 or 12 guys in the field, and Haley Deegan will have run on this track before in some capacity. Otherwise, it is all new. Sonoma's big road course uh, in wine country in Northern California. Uh, no chance of rain this weekend. Virtually none. So it's not going to turn into a rain race where some road racing specialist steals it on those funny, wacky rain tires. So no Andy Lally or Michael McDowell dream coming true for you guys this weekend. So pretty much just ignore that and look at the facts and look at who has been good here. Uh, kudos to us. Kudos to everyone who followed around for Gateway last week. We said it was a Phoenix analog and it pretty much was. Uh, Joey Logano was great. Uh, we hit on him as part of the heavy bet on Ford. Ford plus 430 at Caesars covered all your bases. Covered what in my mind was three of the top cars. Briscoe, Blaney, and Logano. And you got him with Logano. I bought some Logano in race. And it's hard to tell you guys off the Telegram app in race in a very timely way of how to buy him. But he had sat out there at 16. He had opened at 1600 last week. Went down to about 1,000. 800, 900 by race time after qualifying very well, having the strongest car in practice and a very, very strong car in qualifying. Uh, but in race, Logano got cheap here and there. And I bought into him as around 545 Eastern, got him at 1600 and 1800 a few places to add on to our gains, to kind of pile on, on top of that Ford gain. So that went well. Went 4-0 on our matchups. Uh, we had rain in Portland, and that thing was a disaster. Um, Almondinger ended up winning, which is what I told you guys. I also said to be careful and maybe pull back if you don't trust the weather. But if you stuck with it, you won. You won big. You also won on the Almondinger-Blaney parlay uh, play that was out there for you as well if you took that. Basically, we had several good top tens. We wanted to parlay them with an Almondinger top three out of Saturday from the Xfinity race, and that would have hit big for you guys as well. So good week. Good week of work, in, uh, especially in the Cup guys on Sunday, and figuring out things on Saturday with uh, with Almondinger. This week at Sonoma, not a huge group of guys who can win. Um, road racing specialists and the guys who have been fast uh, this track before and the guys who are considered to be those road racing specialists, you look at it, we got some early picks out. Uh, where's the value this week? Almondinger, yes, absolutely Almondinger. Uh, gave you that in the early card to subs. Uh, Kyle Larson, absolutely yes, and we'll explain why shortly. Uh, we also like Chastain, though he's not as experienced in this track as he is at most of the others we've dealt with. Outside picks, uh, like Christopher Bell, really, really, really like Christopher Bell uh, for value here. Um, he's really, really good at road courses. He's from out west. It's the kind of place where he will excel. In terms of other guys who can win, there aren't that many. Uh, we like Will, William Byron. He opened at 3,300 MGM. That number's gone. You can get him at 3,000 a couple spots. I don't expect him to win. Obviously, he put some lot of tickets out there at 3,000. But understand he's always qualified well here. 
and he will probably qualify top five uh, this weekend, and that will give you some closing line value or even the opportunity to sell that bet out. If you don't like it and you're in at 3000 my guess is if he qualifies up high, that's going to get cut in half in a real hurry and make you some money if you just want to cash that thing out on Saturday. So, again, the qualifying robots for this weekend, you like Bell, you like Byron if you're, if you're making bets to possibly be on that pole, uh, like Logano a little bit. Cindric is considered a road course specialist, and he's priced like it. And I like him, but understand he's never run this track before. So just have that in the back of your head. Cindric's never run it. Briscoe's only run it in a lower series. I believe the uh, the Arca cars out there or the K&N West series. He has a win out there, but again, watch out for him being a little overpriced. I like Briscoe and Cindric in race if they show some heat. I like Bell before the race. So I think you can wait on Briscoe and Cindric a little bit. Um terms of looking at other guys here, Blaney's been decent on some road courses, but not necessarily here. 1600s his best price. Um, Kyle Busch, year in, year out, is great here. Uh, he's won it a couple times. Everyone has Martin Truex as one of the all-time greats here. He has three wins, all those in the last decade. They're not like, you know, from 2000, but he's been bad this season. Uh, he'll be on a spare crew chief this week. His normal crew chief is going to a wedding, of all things. I don't know how you schedule that. But uh, he's been working with uh, one of his old crew chiefs. Maybe they'll figure it out this weekend. Truex and Harvick have all the big numbers here, and nobody has any confidence in either one of them. Truex is open around 1,000. My guess that gets cheaper. Harvick is around 4,000 most places. Opened at five and 6,000. That quickly came down when people bought a number early in the week. Buy a number. You know how that works. You don't love the driver, but the number is so far out of whack on Monday, Tuesday, you got to buy it. Harvick at five or 6000 he had to buy. Harvick at 4000 I don't think you have to buy. I think you have to play that in race if he gets hot. The only other deep number I really like, uh, Eric Jones has been great here running back to front. He's qualified terribly in the years and always seems to come out in the top 10. He opened 6000 at Caesar. If that's still out there, dabble in it. But understand, Jones is the guy you're going to want in matchups. Byron's the guy you're going to want in matchups. Bowman, you may want in matchups. And we'll get to matchups later in the week because they really have not dropped. Only four matchups out right now from DraftKings. Not a lot out there for us to buy. And like I said, none of the really deep, deep, deep threats in this field. Without rain, I don't think you start worrying about guys like Michael McDowell and whatnot way, way back there. McDowell's 150-1 to 1 MGM if you absolutely have to buy a little bit of Michael McDowell. So we look at that. Elliott's your favorite, around 600's best price. Larson's your number two favorite. He's 800 at Barstool, 700 or more expensive the further you go down. 725 at points bet, 700 MGM. Truex, like we said, around 1,000. Kyle Busch, around 1,000. I like him a lot. He's very good here. Ross Chastain, 1,200 at two spots. FanDuel and DK, more expensive at the others. Almondinger opened 1,200. We thought that was really good. Caesar opened up at 1,400. That may not last. We're going to buy Almondinger. Buy it now. Buy it at 1,400. Beyond that, you have a group of Blaney, Bell, Hamlin, Briscoe, and Sendrick, and Reddick, all in that 1,400, 1,800 area. Logano, 1,800, 2,000. Like Logano as a guy I'm going to buy all week for top fives and top tens. Uh, Kurt Busch has been really good here. I don't know if he's been in that good recently. If you want to buy a little of him, 2,500 at FanDuel is where he opened. Beyond that, um, not much you like here. Bowman and Suarez in the 2,500 area. Watch them both in race. I don't think they're going to get it done. Harvick's been slow all year. Liked Byron at 3,000 because of the qualifying thing, and that pretty much taps that out. We mentioned the matchups that are out there, only four of them. I do like Almondinger over Cindric. Uh, it opened at 110 to 110. I think it's up to one fi- minus 115 now at DK. I would go Almondinger in that thing all day, and that is on the card. Um, last week, the big play was Ford at 430 out uh, of flat track. We're never going to see Ford at 430 again, or at least it'll be a few months. Uh, this week, things open with Chevy around even money. Um, 
Ford around 280, 290. Here's the big discrepancy. DK has Toyota at 200, and Caesars has Toyota around 280. Might be a little room there to make a move. This is a good track for Toyotas. As we said, Kyle and Truex, and Hamlin's been strong here. He's not gotten <clears throat> a lot of wins over the years, but he's always been a competitive, you know, top 10, top 5 kind of car. Press winners, Kyle Busch four times. 08, 015, 2018, 2019, Kurt Busch 2011. Uh, Truex 2013, Kevin Harvick 2017, uh, Larson 2021. We're talking about Larson. He's finally gotten cheap enough to buy. And here's what I mean. He's 8 to 1. He's 800 right now. That's where that's where he opened. And at 800, he is a real, real bargain. Um, you don't want to overpay for him. You've been overpaying for him all year. But 800 at Barstool, if you have access to that, is the play. Um, here's why. Last year, Larson... Comes in first, leads 57 laps, wins the pole, wins everything. Basically a sweep. And for some reason, he wasn't a favorite last year. Just like this year, Elliott's a favorite. They think he's really good on road courses. Elliott's never been good here. Chase Elliott has never been that good at Sonoma. Let's look at the Kyle Larson record. And let's start with uh, qualifying before we look at finishes. Kyle Larson's first run, 2014, qualifies third. First time he's on the track, qualifies third. 2015, Larson qualifies fourth, finishes 15th, not great. Um, but again, qualifying, lead laps. Uh, in 2016, Larson ends up, qualifies fifth, finishes 12th. In 2017, Larson on the pole. Larson then leads nine laps, gets wrecked, and finishes 26th. 2018, Larson on the pole. On the pole over and over and over again, it feels like. Uh, that year he finished 14th, got wrecked, got in a bad pit exchange, led two laps. But again, on the pole. 2019, Kyle Larson on the pole. Wow. Finishes 10th, doesn't lead any laps. The only race I believe he's competed at Sonoma where he didn't lead laps. Um, that's something. 2021, we just mentioned that. Wins the race from the pole. Uh, that's pretty much all, all he does. He is dominant here. And he only got his first win last year. Elliott's never won here. Elliott should not be priced more expensively than Larson. Larson at 8-1 to one is a gift. And you want to take Larson in any matchup you can get him that doesn't involve Elliott. Um, might, not, might not want to involve him with Almondinger, who I also like. But man, I like Larson over pretty much any of the Toyotas at this point. Definitely over Truex. Definitely over Hamlin. Uh, I like where Kyle Busch is, but man, I love this price on Larson at 8-1. Other price I like is Almondinger at 14-1. to one. Never won here, but as you know, considered the best road racer in any of these three circuits. Uh, what's Almondinger done in his time here? Well, again, look at the qualifying if you're going to look at this and, uh, and see where he's popped out. Now, it's been a while since he's been here. He got knocked out of the 18 race, led five laps, qualified fifth. In the 17 race, Almondinger qualified fifth and got knocked out of the race again, wrecked by somebody else, led four laps. 2016, Almondinger qualifies second, leads 20 laps, gets wrecked, finishes 14th. Uh, 2015, Almondinger on the pole, led a lap, got wrecked. Uh, 2014, Almondinger qualified second. You get the idea of where this is going. Led 35 laps, then someone wrecked him, 37th. In terms of pure, pure form, best road racer there. His equipment's not as good as Larson's, but I think you want to buy a big bite of Almondinger at 14. You want to buy a big bite of Larson at eight. And you want to have your eye on top fives, probably on guys like Kyle Busch 
and Joey Logano. Those feel like the best values to me going into this week, and that's what we've kind of gone into, gone into pretty heavily. Uh, long shots, I like Briscoe again, though his track time here is not that high. Um, I like having Chastain at 12 to 1, but again, he doesn't have a ton of experience here. And I like Bell where he's priced. You can get Bell at 18 to 1. Um, if you're anywhere near those, I think you're doing you're doing pretty well. So basically, like going to the week, short Reddick, short Elliott, short Truex, obviously short Harvick. Um, I'll be looking for top fives for Kyle, Kyle Busch and Logano and potentially Hamlin, depending on the pricing you're seeing. But I just think here the real the real advantage to the player here is on Almondinger. It's on Larson, even at 8-1, to one, and uh, and Bell. And Byron into qualifying. You may want to look at Byron uh, to qualify. He and Larson are probably good qualifying pole bets. You can find those on DraftKings. Uh, we mentioned the truck race just briefly. Um, number one, it's probably not going to be run won by Truck Series regular. This is the last run of the year by Kyle Busch. He'll drop down the trucks. The lines are not out. It is Tuesday, early evening on the East Coast. Lines are not out in the Truck Series yet, period. So we don't have them. But understand the winner will probably be in this race, either Kyle Busch, Ross Chastain, he's running, uh, let's see, running one of the Nice trucks this week, uh, and Alex Bowman is running the Spire truck that Byron won in a few weeks back. Austin Dillon's in a truck, bad equipment. Harrison Burton is in a spare DGR Ford. He could be okay here again, just trying to hit him some track times. He's been terrible in cup. Um, turns the other guys in the truck series have even been on this track there are only seven more based on my records. Ben Rhodes has been on this track once. He raced the cup car last year and was terrible. Uh, Benedetto, um has been out there many times in cup, and it's had some decent runs. I figure he'll be good in bad equipment in the trucks. Parker Kligerman's going to be out there in the 75. He's been okay uh, in cup and trucks here. The other guys have even a taste of it. Zane Smith ran ARCA there a couple years ago, blew an oil line the first lap, um, didn't complete a lap, so his experience is minimal. And then a couple, and then three of the drivers have run Canaan series out here at Sonoma. Haley Diggins run twice. Okay, that's fine. Uh, Jack Wood, porn star, he ran once, and Derek Krause has run a couple times, so no great effect. But literally, you're looking at only geez, 12 people out of this trucks field who even run this track before. So the winner is probably, probably one of these cup drivers, Bowman, Chastain, and Kyle Busch. We'll be looking at matchups with guys who we know are terrible on road courses. Anyway, we'll put a lot of these thoughts back down on the blog, on the website. We'll be getting more picks out to you guys, the subscribers, if you're on the Telegram. Get that stuff out to you. Buy the early lines. Buy a number. Don't buy a driver. You can buy drivers day of in race. That's what you do. But for right now, go buy the bargains, and we'll check in with you later in the week. It's Line Movers. That's all for now. Until next time, be sure to check out our video podcast as well on our website. If you have any questions or requests, send them our way at the underscore LM Network Twitter page or visit the contact page at thelinemovers.net. Thanks for listening and all your support.